Yep. Hello, welcome, welcome. <laughs> this is the Plus Sides Podcast. Today's episode is focused on how GLP-1 medications treat genetic obesity. And we have a guest today from our community. So for the first three episodes, you heard us run our mouths about our stories and how they're all different. <laughs> But we have someone specifically from our community that has actually been doing this for a couple of years now. So I'll introduce her shortly. But before I do, I am Kim Carlos. Uh, this is The Plus Sides. And uh, I, I don't want to call it my podcast. It's our podcast. And um, I currently take Ozempic. I started my journey in July last year. I hate calling it a journey, but I got nothing else. Um, yeah. And I have lost 55 pounds. I started on a, on Sexenda and I am now on Ozempic. Um, it's completely changed my life. I have been obese uh, the majority of my adult life. I was, um, I, I would say when I was eight, I had a, I started binge eating and have had, had that hidden quite a bit. I'm sure if you listened to the first episode, you heard more about that, but that's kind of my story and what I'm doing here. This has completely changed my life, my brain. I um, have a whole new lifestyle because of these medications and actually treating my obesity. Um, and then I also have with me Kat, who has our special mascot. Oh, yeah, the ATLian. <laughs> yes, the ATLians. <laughs> we are all from Atlanta. <laughs> That's right, because we're from Atlanta. Yeah. Yep. I'm Kat Carter. I'm a lot, I share a lot of similarities with Kim. Um, well, Kim and I used to work together many, we many, 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 many ago. years ago. <laughs> and for many we years. We over dogs. Yeah. And I worked with her husband. Yeah. <clears throat> as well. Yes. So you worked with your husband. We both had right? mastiffs. We love, we love the mastiffs. Yes. So. Please do those big faces. Okay. So. But anyway. Yeah. I am definitely, we're kind of similar. I'm a binger. Uh, binging and purging as a teenager, as a youngster, crash dieting, dieting. Um, but I've always been into fitness, and so that was always the the um, the up and downs of, yeah. of uh, dealing with my doctors because uh, I would either surprise them, oh, you work out, and then they run my numbers, and oh, well, your blood pressure is great, your cholesterol is fantastic, yeah, yeah because I work out. Yeah. But um, I also binge, and that was an issue. And mm -hmm. so um, I've been on Manjaro since it was the fall, since October. I lost about sixty pounds. I kind of lost track. Um, there was that time during that bad, that big shortage, and yeah. uh, issue, mm -hmm. and I got hemmed up in that. And I actually was off of it for about a month and a half, oh, and wow. I stayed the same. That's I'm amazing. I'm proud of myself because I'm proud of you too. Those workouts. Yeah. Yeah. I remember you were like, one day you were like, this is kicking my ass. I like, I forgot what it's like. And now I'm back on it and I'm about to pass out. I got out of spin class. Yes. <laughs> remember that? Yep. Like, got to my office. Like, Whoa. That was the one thing yeah. that like when Gerald does, it did kind of make me lightheaded a little bit, especially yeah. like when I got up to like the 10, 10 milligrams. Yeah. yeah. But mm -hmm. um, it really did help remove the food noise. Not the yeah. white knuckling, and I'm not going to like poo poo on therapy or over ears anonymous because yeah. they all worked great. Yeah, but it yeah. was this this white knuckle part about it. Yeah, for was, sure. Yeah, so frustrating. Yeah, but yeah, for sure. A miracle drug is because you still have to do the work. You, you still have do, the, to work. do the work. It does not melt your fat. No matter what bullshit mm -hmm. you hear in the media. Sorry, friends, we do gloss on this podcast. Little ears should leave. 
<laughs> little ears. There is there there are things involved. Choosing what you put in your body, choosing if or yeah. when or how you move your body. If you want to diet, like you could do that. Like I don't do diets. Like I'm death to diet culture 101, like all the way. So, um, but regardless, we're gonna banter a lot today. There might not be a lot of structure. Yes. <laughs> with us. But Janine, right. hey, hey, why are you here? Well, she's here because uh, <laughs> look, she's here because I oh, you're in a uh, mood. She's talking in third person. I'm ready. She is rising today. She's around today. Um, <laughs> I am, uh, I'm a type two diabetic and I lead off with that because I am, I was emotionally, uh, emotionally Lord. I am genetically predisposed to diabetes yeah. and, uh, you know, man, managing, doing my best to manage my weight and, you know, trying to manage the diabetes with diet and exercise worked mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but after a while, it just stopped working. And my yeah. A1C just kept going up and up and up. And then I became obese later on in life. I had mm-hmm. always been slender. I was, you know, a cheerleader in college, in high school and college, and always remained somewhat fairly active. And yeah. The change started really in my 30s, and I thought that it was mainly because of aging. But at that time, I'm 50 years old now, 15, 20 years ago, they didn't talk about PCOS. No one talked about metabolic disorders or, you know, anything like that. So looking back, that was probably the beginning of what kind of altered my body and then I was diagnosed with uh, T2D, which is type 2 diabetes. Mm-hmm. And I became 198 pounds in uh, just as of January 2023 of this year. Yeah. And in December, last December, I asked my doctor for help. I said, I need yeah. help. I tried everything I can do. And it wasn't a vanity issue at that point. Yeah, of course. It was a true health issue. And as we all know, the weight is just the byproduct of something going on inside of you. So I was prescribed Mount Jaro and I, you know, went on TikTok. I had never posted a video and I didn't know anything about it. And there was such, and there is such a vibrant community uh, for DLP ones on TikTok. And lo and behold, I am here. So I didn't want to tell my story at first. I was very reluctant to do so. I was one of those that didn't want to, you know, share, but a little small voice said, you need to tell your story. And that's what I did. And, and look where we are now. I know, right. (laughs) Look at, look, yeah, that's Mm -hmm. for sure. Look at us now, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. We really are being loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to be loud. We've talked a lot yes. about how these medications, we want people to have more affordable access and even more access in general, like mm-hmm. shortages aside, right? Like we want people yeah. 
to be able to get these medications to treat their obesity or their type 2 diabetes or whatever metabolic disorder maybe that they're struggling with because these medications Correct. can really be applied and treat many different things. And we right. talk about that a lot with our doctor guests that come on. Um, mm -hmm. And that's our goal, right, guys, is that we can get louder than the loudest people who have basically the most money that are out there in the news and blowing everything up and giving misinformation and, you know, not even just misinformation, not complete information and just spinning it to fit their own agenda, which is why we have a very special guest today. Uh, Emily yeah. is going to come on. I'm going to introduce her in just a second and she's going to tell us her story. Um, this is an opportunity for people that are within our community to have some uncut, unfiltered um, ways to tell their story and feel heard and know that they still have a voice have people quit calling them a trend and we are not a trend. We are a movement. We are making a change. So we hope you'll be a part of it with us, but until then, without further ado, yes. I am inviting on Emily. Hey, Emily. Hey, hey Emily. How are you? I'm doing well. How are all you? Good. I love your We background. are well. Good. It's wonderful. Nice, wonderful. Very like farmhouse, you know? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. The farmhouse the background is pretty sweet. I like it. Yes. Walmart. I like that. Yes. Like You're breaking that. up just a little. You hear us? We're so scrappy tonight. <laughs> yeah, I can hear you guys. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay. So hi. So I'm gonna I want to give you the floor. Tell us a little bit about, you know, your story, yeah. how you got started, how where you are now. Give us the whole spiel. Mm -hmm. Unfiltered uncut. Go. Sounds good. So <laughs> yeah. My, I'm 31 years old and I am from Fort Wayne, Indiana. Um, in 2021, I woke up one day and I was over 350 pounds. Um, I'm five, nine. So people would tell me, oh, you're not that big or, um, you look really good for your height. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I was very obese and I was extremely unhealthy. Um, I was trying to get help with my doctor and she introduced better mean to me and it worked until it didn't. And I lost 20 pounds in two weeks. And I was very unhappy with how it made me feel. It made my heart race, made me feel like I wanted to run a marathon. Some people would be like, oh yeah, that sounds great. No, it didn't feel good to me. So I was very upset that the medicine didn't work for me. And um, I gave up for, it was, it was probably a good, it was, a, it was about all summer. So it was a good three or four months. And I had a friend at work approach me and she goes, I don't want to offend you. Uh -oh. But I think I might have found something that could help your weight problem. So I'm like, okay. Mm -hmm. So she tells me about Ozempic. I knew nothing about it. Again, this is in 2021. So this is before the big boom of GLP-1 medications for weight loss really yeah. caught on the internet. Right. And yeah. I talked to, she encouraged me to go through a online telehealth doctor. So right. at the mm -hmm. time I used push health and I got a doctor the same day that I signed up. And I wow. had a prescription for Ozempic waiting at CVS after work that day. So I continued to take Ozempic for the year that from, from August of 21 until August of 22. And in that time, my insurance did pay for it. I don't wow. know if they went through an audit. I don't know what happened, but I got contacted and they said, you're not supposed to have coverage for this. And I said, well, I have been, what do you want me to do? Right. Yeah. They, so I was able to continue. So 
as a whole, I have been on GLP-1 medications for the last year okay. and eight months. I'm going on my ninth month right now. So August of 2023, I will be at wow. two years being on GLP-1 medications. That I am down 137 pounds. And yeah. I have never been happier in my life. Um, I would look in the mirror and absolutely hate what I saw. Um, and there was no helping me. I had a very bad binge eating disorder. Um, and there just, there was no stopping. My stomach was so stretched out to the point where I had to have three helpings of food just to get kind of full. And then I would have to force myself to not think about food anymore. And then I just kept gaining weight and gaining weight. Of course I did. You know, I, Oh, it was, it was terrible. Um, but these medications have completely changed the narrative in my head. Uh, portions are completely controlled now and I have to tell myself to eat something now. And, but in that narrative of telling myself something to eat, it's, I get to pick what I eat. So I don't have to go for a double cheeseburger and large fries anymore. I can have a salad. I can make a consciously healthy decision on what I want to eat. And it's, it's even better for me because I want to eat it. I don't feel restricted. Mm -hmm. So, right. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. Well, first of all, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you, Kim. I appreciate it. breaking up just a little. So if we have a lull in between our talking, just know we're, we just a little, a little hesitation in the internet. (laughs) So, Mm -hmm. but is everybody, can everybody see that? Okay. I'm going. Okay. Oh, we may have lost her. (laughs) It's okay. Uh-huh. That's she why God right made her frozen pose. She's like, I know. Well, I know it was a good pose. Like very, like, you know, she looks talking across she, to my dating myself. Oh, there we go. Oh, then she got it. Oh, what a cute uh-huh. smile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Oh, okay. <laughs> you keep like weird. <laughs> Tonight oh, <no>. is crazy. <laughs> oh, right. Well, we can hear you really well, or we could. Okay, good. Yeah. I'm so sorry for the connection. So I didn't even know it was that bad. No, it only just started, but like I could hear you the whole time. So I was like, I'm not going to stop it. (laughs) Okay, good, good. Yes. Oh, you're back. Huzzah. Okay. Yay. (laughs) Anyway, so that is awesome. Congratulations, you know, on your weight loss. I think it's fascinating. Are you open to us asking you a few questions? I I would love that. I'm, um, I am open to anything. So go for it. Cool. So um, I know you've said in some of your videos and gotten some heat from it, but I like that you're really honest and candid, um, that you're not a dieter, that you're not into exercise, that you just make conscious decisions for what you put in your body. And like, that's how you roll. Um, and I'd like to know a little more about like kind of why you made that decision, because it it tracks a little bit with how I think about things. And I think probably the way a lot of people do. And I'm just mm-hmm. curious so people can relate. Yeah. So as you said, I do not diet and I do not exercise. And that was a choice that I made at the very beginning because I have dieted and exercised to try to lose weight, uh, basically my entire adult life. And it never worked for me. And exercising is exhausting, obviously. Uh, But going to the gym for my mental health was terrible. Um, I always thought people were staring at me and I always thought, well, what's the point? And, And I know it does good in the end, but it just never resonated in my mind that it was a good thing. Um, but yeah, so I choose not to diet because I don't want to be restricted. I want to know what it's like to have a healthy relationship with food. So in turn, I tell people I'm using this medication as a tool. 
I want it to teach me that I am perfectly capable of making a healthy portion size and being perfectly okay with it. And I have to push myself to the limit that I am so full that I'm extremely uncomfortable. So I... I I made that decision on my own and I'm really glad that I did because I am for all the people that are choosing to diet and exercise because that's the way that they're losing the weight and it's perfect for them. But for someone like me who does not do well with restriction, um, this is how it's worked for me and it's 137 down. So I think I'm doing okay. (laughs) Yeah. You see, it works really well Um, for you. I think it's very, very seems to be fit to the person and like their, their background, but for sure, like, I would say that for me, I, I relate because diet, I've been dieting since I was 12, you know, and it doesn't work. And every time someone would tell me like when I would get upset or anxious or anything, we're like, could you just go take a walk? I wanted to punch him in the throat. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I did. I was like, shut your face. Walking sucks. You know, and this is before I had gained to the weight that I had been at, you know, in the summer of last year. But I now, now that I work properly with the medication, I actually do enjoy exercise. Mm-hmm. I still don't enjoy it like Kat enjoys it, <laughs> but, I but I, I do feel those endorphins people would always talk about, you know, but in terms of diet, I was like, you know what? No, because the people that I see in life that look quote normal, even though I don't think that exists, but that seem normal or not, don't have this sort of disorder that I have. They seem to very much, you know, have a well-rounded life. You know, they, they seem to have like a, um, I would say it's like nutritional first, but they, if they want this, they eat this. And I was like, that's what I'm going to do. And I'm just going to see how it works, you know? And that's, that's what works for my mental health as well. So I can completely relate like why you made that decision, you know, anybody else? It's also difficult a lot of times just to get active. If you haven't done it before to be in a larger body exercising, because everybody has this, uh, preconceived notion and I think I was shy about it for a long time. But I just remember there were times when like an instructor came to me after class and was like, wow, you can really keep up with this class. And okay. Like, yeah. Thank wow. you. <laughs> All right. Because I'm in a large body. She was like, I'm really impressed. Like you're really keeping up with this class. Yeah. And then hmm. she said something to me. She said, well, you know, you just got to lose a couple LBs. And I was like, what is that? That's not your business. No, I'm here to work out. So no, I, I'm yeah. going to get off on a tangent, but I, yeah. I totally get like um, the reason why like people in an obese body are shy to go exercise because we get these, yeah. these assumptions, yeah. you yeah. know, um, or they're trying to sell you a diet trick, you know, or they're yeah. trying to sell you um a, a supplement or a training yeah. package. Mm-hmm. Um, sure. So I just made sure I was, I was always at a, at the gym when it was like as busy as possible. And I would just go uh, to a boot camp class or yeah. um, I would be in a class and not yeah. out on the floor with the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. with the rest of them. So I totally yeah. understand your fear. Like it's, yeah. I, I don't know. I guess maybe I just got so used to it. Also, I think maybe I th- think I liked it a little bit when I smoked people like, yeah, I impressed people like, wow, you can really keep up. Yeah. Mm, you know, wow. Can yeah. work out too. So yeah. <laughs> what yeah. about like in terms of changing medications? I know you mentioned that earlier. 
Has your doctor worked with you to think about like what maintenance look like? Because what we've heard a lot in our community is that some people are like, oh, you wean off of it or you spread out your injections or they've said, you know, maybe you eventually come, you know, come off the complaint. But some of them are like, no, like you stay on a maintenance dose and you stay on it forever because the medications were originally designed for people with type 2 diabetes. So therefore they are safe to use long-term. So I think that the jury is still out is what I hear a lot about this. And we're just kind of trying to figure out what that best practice is, but every doctor seems to kind of be going about a little bit different. How are things, if you're wanting to share, this is your medical information, but if you want to share oh, with fine. like how you see this, and we would love to hear it. Yeah. So I'm coming up on 55 pounds until I get to my ultimate goal, which is 160 pounds, 160 pounds for somebody my age and my height is a healthy BMI. So my doctor would have to find something to tell me, uh, you need to do this to be better. So yeah, he wouldn't for once tell me to Mm -hmm. wait. Um, but anyway, so recently I have been starting to talk to her about maintenance dose. What does that mean? What does it look like? Well, as much as my doctor is, um, very supportive about these medications for weight loss. Um, she does not want to see me on it for a long time. Mm, Um, that disappoints me a little bit because I'm extremely scared to come off of them. Yeah, of course. No filter. I I mean, I'm, I'm terrified. And you know, at one point I did make a TikTok that I shared with the community that I wanted to take time away from TikTok because people were coming to me asking me, what do I do? The coupons June is coming. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was getting off topic. Um, she, I I told her with June coming, she's like, well, you know, you need to come off of it eventually. And you're so close. You you could probably do it on your own. No. So what's going to happen in June is actually going to lead me to more than likely needing, um, the compounded versions of these medications. And Mm -hmm. I will, is if my doctor is not in charge of this, which she will not be, um, I'll be using a service here in my city. Um, I will start doing them like a maintenance dose. And then that NP out there is about doing a maintenance dose. So Mm -hmm. come June, she's going to transition me um, into the highest dose and then eventually Mm -hmm. bring me down. And Mm. I want to see myself take these until I am mentally ready to come off of them and be able yeah. to make these decisions on my own. And I don't need a yeah. medication to help tell my brain, you're done. You're good. You don't need any more. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, my doctor has been very supportive in these medications. Um, but, you know, she wants to see me be successful without them eventually. Yeah. So. I mean, I think that's the probably the goal of every every doctor would want that. Right. Like, but at the end of the day, this is an, I think what we've learned and we had Dr. Albert on our first episode, I don't know if you were able to watch it, is that they have really taken these medications, you know, over the past 20 years with all these data and continue to refine and perfect them. And it's just a different thing. If you're treating a chronic disease, Mm -hmm. it doesn't really make sense to stop treating a chronic disease. Right. right? And I think that's where people are trying to decide if Mm -hmm. we've proved that this is a chronic disease, that it will continually reoccur. Mm -hmm. Why don't we don't do this with anything else? Yeah. Why would we do it with this? Just because we're stuck in the mentality of, you know, you go on phenamine and then you get off, right? Because that is a diet pill and these are obesity medications, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for any of you out there that are not aware, even though you may think that these are just type two diabetes medications, they're not. Two of them are already, and one is in the process of being, yeah, have actually been approved by the FDA to treat obesity because it would be, obesity is an actual disease. And this is, this is, I promise you like unfounded fact and truth. You can look it up, not making it up. So this is not a diet 
thing that you have to kind of change that mindset. We are blowing the walls off that because it's just not true. And weight loss being linear, linear is not true. And eating a thousand calories a day and you'll melt away is not true. It just doesn't make sense for everybody. It's all diet culture bullshit. Speaking of, <laughs> in case you haven't seen, <laughs> I've made some TikToks that, that have to do with diet culture and, you know, how I think we should flush it all down the toilet um, and how much it's caused me a tremendous amount of trauma in my life. And I understand that it has kind of for you too. And I know that you, in the beginning of all this, when everything got hyped up or had the opportunity to be in media spots that had to do with the medication, would you talk to us a little bit about what that was like for you and how you felt about the interviews or the outcome of the interviews? Like, did you feel people were spending things? Did you feel good about how you represented? So when I started TikTok, um, I, I, Shit, you not. I was on my way home from fitting into my first pair of 18 size jeans since high school. Oh, that's amazing. And I was beside myself in the car. And I, I've never posted a TikTok of me talking before. I've made like little picture completions and it was all cute and stuff, just me and my husband. Um, yeah. I decided to talk to people about how I was feeling. Yeah. And I talked about my journey that I hadn't shared with anybody, but my best friend at work. Yeah. And, um, all of a sudden this video was going viral. I mean, yeah. I, I woke up the next day and I had, um, over a hundred thousand views and I'm like, what do I do with this? I'm, yeah. not, I'm not made for this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, it was overwhelming. And then people were asking questions and they want to know more about it. And I'm like, okay, here we go. So yeah. All of a sudden, I um, I don't know, there was a day in January, um, there was a girl who commented on a video on one of another viral video that I had. And uh, she said, hi, my name is blank. I honestly can't remember her name. Um, I'm from ABC News. And I want to speak to you about your story. And I'm like, yeah. okay. So, you know, the first thing I did is I Googled her name. Yeah, of course. <laughs> like, this can't the be Googles. real. Like, no, like there's other people out there that are way bigger than I am. I, I mean, bigger meaning followers on TikTok. Yeah, for sure. Um, at the time, I maybe had like maybe 10,000 followers and I'm like, I'm nobody. You know, you got girls from yeah. Rolling Stone magazine and yeah. I'm just like doing my thing over here. Um <laughs> She was legitimate. Uh, she, we ended up emailing back and forth. I was in contact with a producer from ABC, and then, uh, yeah, it's it was, it was very overwhelming. I never expected mm -hmm. any of that to unfold yeah. from one TikTok video. Um, yeah. So I did this interview, and it was the coolest thing because um, I've always been kind of like a news anchor junkie. Like I get like, yeah. a girl by them. I'm so weird. I know. Um, <laughs> so when I found out who I was interviewing with, I was like, dad, you have to, you have to hear this. <laughs> He's like, Oh my gosh, Emily, you are, you are something else. <laughs> so I do this interview and I was, I was so grateful to do it because I felt like for the first time I, I was able to give a voice to people who were yeah. using these medications and were so sure. successful on it. Yeah. And it did not turn out how I thought it was. Um, I was so excited to do it. I was so happy to talk to her. Um, and then I had friends and family all watching this interview and I was so excited. And then my words were twisted and it made me look like um, I was battling diabetics for these medications. And mm -hmm. that's not at all what I'm doing. You know, I, I want everybody to have these medications that are 
legally prescribe them and whatever help that means, if that's help with type two diabetes or if that's obesity. And, but they didn't let me say that. And that was disappointing because I had so much hope and an excitement for this. And then it just, it it fizzled fast because it it made me look bad. And that's not at all what I'm going for. I'm in bad medications. And, you know, like I said, whether you have type two diabetes or you have obesity, then get it, you know, like what is to help you? And that was disappointing, but I've, I've had other collaboration, um, offers and I've done other interviews for, uh, newspapers. I just had a girl reach out to me last night. She's from a high school in California. And she said, I want to do an article about you and your story. And I'm like, please. That's awesome. Yeah. I thought it was cool. You know, I, especially that stigma, you know, I was, I was the fat girl in school. I honestly was probably mm. one of the biggest girls at my high school and that there was nothing out there to help me. I, uh, it was, it was, it sucked. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, maybe my story yeah. can reach somebody who is young and they can yeah. get help young and yeah. they can live a thriving life and don't have to be stuck in their body in their twenties and be miserable. Yeah, for sure. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I hope so. I mean, cause honestly, as someone who's older than you um but i i wish that when i was young this was an option yeah i was young i had gained a tremendous amount of weight they put me on a medication and i had gained a tremendous amount of weight like at least 100 pounds and it was Mm -hmm. fast like it came on fast it was one of the side effects and then i was like 27 years old and I was like, I, I don't know what to do. And the doctor was like, oh, let's get lap band. It's great because you can reverse it. La, la, la. And I did because mm-hmm. insurance paid for it and I was 27. But I, I never thought about what's my relationship like with food. I never thought about any of those different things. And I also never considered the fact that I had something that literally wasn't my fault. Do you know what I mean? I, I, ha- I thought that everything was my fault because that is what people have been telling me forever. It was a moral failing Absolutely. that I could not lose weight or that I could not lose weight and keep it off. And I wish that I had been your age when something like this was available. I feel so old saying that y'all. Woo! Anyway, but I do because then, you know, maybe when I had gotten married, it would have looked different. You know, like I, I got a dress and I didn't like even wedding dress shopping. Like I was in the biggest size in the story. I felt like I looked like a, like a cupcake and, and not a good way, you know? Mm -hmm. And I, but I wish that I had been able to have those moments when I was younger, where I felt better in my skin. I've never thought I was going to be skinny. I'm, I'm five, eight. So I'm also quite tall. And um, so I totally understand people are like, Oh, you're bigger. And I am a bigger person. So I know if I was you know, 165, 175, 185, like even in those ranges for me, I would look quite trim, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so I, I understand where you're coming from there as well. So just know that like even your voice on TikToks, like the way they got around to me and the way that you're now getting around to other people and helping other people have a voice, like this is a big deal, you know? So it does affect people. It really does. And I, I even myself, and I haven't been doing this, this, this that long. And I certainly don't have this shit figured mm-hmm. out, but I will get messages from people. And just because I said something, mm-hmm. they were like, Oh my God, that sounds like me. Oh my God. And that means so much to me that you said that. And now I don't feel alone anymore. Yeah. Cause I feel like so much about obesity is feeling alone. Oh, absolutely. Feeling like it's, it's isolating. Alone. Yeah. It really? Yeah. Is. Because yeah, the medical community kind of really yeah. isolates you too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, I, when I first started, um, I started in an Ozempic Facebook group. That's where I found my inspiration and yeah. my will to keep going in the days that I didn't want to do it anymore. Yeah. Um, and you know, 
what was I going to say? Sorry, brain fart. That's okay. <laughs> That's okay. You Hi. keep it real here. Sorry. Just roll with it. <laughs> so I'm looking through these pictures um, of all these people that are on these medications and I'm like, wow, you know, they're very inspirational. They've lost so much weight. They look good, but they didn't start where I did. And I, so when I started, I, I didn't think it was going to work for me really, because these people just had just <laughs> like, excuse me, like 50 or 60 pounds to lose. I had yeah. well over a hundred to get healthy. Yeah. And I'm Same like, years. there's no way this is going to like yeah. help me. So, you know, and it did. And just recently, and I, oh, there's a, a woman who recently reached out to me on TikTok and I have just, I just love her. Her name's Angel. And uh-huh. she, she said, you're the first person I found that is close to where I started. And mm she just warms my heart because when, when she posts videos of, oh my gosh, I'm in a new size or had a non-scale victory or anything. I'm just like, that's me. That that's me. And and I want her, I want her to see like, it's possible. You you can do this. So it's, yeah, it it was, it was when I first started, it was very isolating and it's, it's weird to be where I'm at now. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, I'm the same. I have, I still have so much weight. I don't even set goal weights because I can't even conceive of like what that would be like, feel like, or even if that's like, like healthy for me because of my age, you know, more anything like that. I don't, I don't even know. So I just set 20 goal, 20 pound goals at a time. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Goal weights just don't, I just can't give my mind around it. You know, (laughs) mine. I was just like, Oh, you know, we'll try for it. And then yeah. it was like, you know, it would just be nice to be out of 300. And then I finally, yes. and then, uh, when my wedding was coming around last June, I was like, I just want to be in the two seventies. That's all I want. Yeah. Tell you what, when I, when I left for our wedding, um, I was at like two seventy eight, and I was like, did it. Yes. That's two seventies. Yes. But, um, yeah, I just, and and I did, but I just didn't like, at the time I didn't vocalize them because, yeah. um, I, I really wasn't sharing too much like personal things on yeah. TikTok. I would just give like, uh, my experience, my advice. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. Yeah. Awesome. Did you ladies have any questions? I feel like I've totally hogged Emily. <laughs> I think you're covering everything. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) But it's, but I mean, but the thing is, it's, I think so, so many people, and this is just in general, and especially when you have past traumas that are so deep that, I mean, just, just trauma period. And it just starts gushing out like, And that's social media, that's, you know, therapy, that's whatever, because it's been pent up for so long and it's tough. And so I know, like for me, I think you all know that I'm just a very observant person. I am extremely observant and you can tell, and especially when you have a childhood trauma that deals with weight that is something that I think I had communicated that, you know, unfortunately, I don't know that trauma. The, no, that's um, fortunate. We don't want you to know that. No, but mine was the opposite where yeah. I was called skinny mini and I'm not mm-hmm. complaining, but it was just the opposite no, yeah. of, yeah. of, 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 of the spectrum. But yes, with 
with now where we are, Emily, what do you think that the, you know, obesity community can do like to advocate more outside of social media? Do you do any, you know, advocacy outside of TikTok or anything or anything that you would suggest that the community can do? I I will be honest with you. I don't do anything outside of the outside of the TikTok community. I want to. I tell yeah. people all the time if I could make it my full time job to help people get these medications, yeah. I absolutely would. Because Same. I don't I'll say like, that too. Yes, yeah. I don't want anybody to. I think we found jobs right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I I, I I would love to, but I don't. I've tried to advocate for myself and my coworkers who are on these medications with my job. But unfortunately, um, I'm fortunate that I still have my job because I'm pretty sure they're sick of me doing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I get it. You know, it's it's their it's their funded plan. And I can't I can't beg them anymore because they're just going to be like, Okay, that's fine. You know, we're done. We're done. We're done. And eventually that that is what they told me. But I'm not done. And I, yeah. I will never be done. And I will yeah. absolutely help other people. And you know, unfortunately, right now, that's that's where we're at. And that's where yeah. I'm because all I can do yeah. is tell people, all right, I've done this, go try it because it might work for you. Okay, this yeah, is where I get same. my compounded medications. Okay, go there because at least you know you can keep going. Um yeah. And, you know, people ask me, you know, how do I talk to my doctor about this? Advocate for yourself. You know, mm-hmm. if you need and want help to get out of being obese, tell them, I need your yeah. help. I don't, I don't want to be on a diet. I don't want to have surgery. You know, I, yeah. I want help. Give me, yeah. let me, give me this opportunity to show you that this is going to work for me. You know, yeah. so I, 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 I really wish I had an answer to what I'm doing more. But unfortunately, yeah. I feel like I just keep hitting brick wall after brick wall with yeah. trying to do more. Yeah. So yeah, it can be exhausting. This is yeah. quite the the availability and the affordability yeah. for these medications mm-hmm. is proving to the point where many people are considering compound or many people are going outside of the country and yeah. um yeah. and things like that. I mean I think yeah. that's I mean like maybe some places where like with Canada, for example, and British yes. Columbia eventually said that they're not going to be selling Ozempic to the States anymore, you know, and we're going to see more and more of those issues and why that's because they can make more money with Gobi. But I have another episode plan where I will be for sure trashing all that shit. So <laughs> <laughs> well, I can't wait to see once because Mount Jaro, I believe is in its final stages for FDA approval mm-hmm. for yeah. weight loss. But uh, until that happens, I wonder how they're going to repackage it, rebrand it, uh-huh. because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's not. And I think we talked about this. It's not going to stay mm-hmm. Mount Jaro. No. It is no. going to be something different with. Yeah. And then there's so many other, you know, medications in the pipeline. So, you yeah. know, Emily, with, you know, read a true tide coming up, which is getting so much buzz uh, from Eli Lilly with, you know, going up to what losing, what, 30% of your body, like body weight, body. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it is huge. Which, which drug would you advocate for? Would you just advocate for 
for all of them or like do, Great do you tend to like lean more towards Mount Jaro or Ozempic? This I is know. a hot question. Uh, yeah, it is. Really, I, I get this a it's lot. It's a hot seat. Yes. No, I, I I get this question a lot on my videos and it's a, it's a great question. You know, I'm somebody yeah. who's experienced both. So, um, I, if, if I had the choice, I would, I would advocate for GLP one medications as a whole. Um, yeah. you know, we go V Ozempic. Um, mm-hmm. I know Saxon does in there too, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, <laughs> You know, when I was on Ozempic, I was on it for a full year, 12 months. I lost 87 pounds. I have been on, uh, I have been on Manjaro for eight months and I've lost 55 pounds. Um, it's, it's pretty even. I mean, I, I'm a slow loser. That's what yeah. I, that's, that's my thing. That's what I do. And don't you think it's funny when people say that? I can't help it. I'm a slow loser. I, I am. I'm a slow loser. <laughs> there you go. You know, I'm right with you. I, it's, um, they're both great medications and they both have the capability of helping you lose weight. Um, and if you can get it, get it and do it. So, okay. you know, I, I, you know, I, I'm looking at possibly having to go back to Ozempic come June. Yeah. And I'm perfectly okay with that because I know I can be successful on it. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Really great. Yeah. I know. You know, so the World Health so Organization. For, for, I'm sorry. Do you have a question, Kat? Go ahead. Not only a question, but I was like, you know, the World Health Organization, what was it that article that came yeah. out that just um, now deemed GLP ones? Oh, yeah. As, like, yeah. Man- yeah. We're trying to make it, was it mandatory for obesity? Mm-hmm. I need to talk to a doctor about this. But, yeah, we um, I got lots planned. But um, yeah, the, the tables are kind of turned versus um, yeah. where it was like decades before starvation and things of that nature. Now it's mm-hmm. turned over to obesity, where it being a um, right a um, a life Point. a life altering or um, a, yeah. a life endangering um, thing. Um, yeah. So, but I think that yeah. the World Health Organization, I think, did pass or trying to deem GLP ones necessary. Yeah. So, and then the government and has not said they're going to include obesity medications for their mm-hmm. employees. Yeah. And at least in the states, right? The federal government. So, yeah. I mean, it's like I think the tide is turning. I think it'll be interesting to see how Medicare handles things. Yeah. Um, but I also think yeah. that a lot of that, like if 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 Eli Lilly and these medic and these companies are not short sighted and they realize the power of being able to get a medication low enough and affordable enough and mm-hmm. what that could do to set the, to set this, you know, this, the, set the trend of what it would be going forward for, you know, mm-hmm. um, private help. You know, I think yeah. that, that if they would not be so short-sighted and they would get the price lower, which we know they can, like, you know, like, yeah. you, know it, you know, then, then maybe that this could change everything. So I would hope that the people in charge are more interested in making money over 50 years as opposed to making money as much as they can in two until everybody has no money left because yeah. they spent it all on these medications to be healthy. We you know? hope, but I, in my little humble opinion, and I'm not sure what you ladies think, I believe that 2024 is going to be a very pivotal year for yeah. insurance coverage yep. for GLP-1 medications because you've got Ozempic that has been out since what, 2020, 2021? 
longer. Have, it's oh, been longer. around five but, years. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. And yeah. then, and then you have what, two GLP ones coming up for generics. They lose their patents at right. this, one. Yeah, this year. Same one, but yeah. Yeah. And then you've got True Tide coming up and Novo Nordisk has about one or two in the pipeline also. So yeah. what are, I, I, I wonder what insurance companies are going to do. And also I think we had said, and I've seen this question posed, this really kind of makes you wonder if the company that you work for is fat phobic yeah. or will you, I mean, will you look for, other employment that will cover these GLP one medications. If I if I were to not look for like important, like yeah. I for sure would be like, you will pay me a thousand dollars more a month so that I can buy my medication cash. That's like I'm not I'm like that's where yeah. I'm at. Like if they don't offer it, fine. Mm-hmm. You will now pay me a thousand more dollars a month <laughs> because I'm going to buy it. I and agree. I like, yeah, because the company I work for, we are self insured. We have almost a hundred thousand employees, so we have our own insurance, but it's through United Healthcare. But it makes you wonder now because we're starting to get loud and make noise about this. And Wegovy isn't even on our formulary because they don't cover weight loss drugs, but they'll cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But every time someone says that, I cringe. Yeah, a FDA approved weight loss drug is not covered, but they do cover Mountjaro, o, uh, Ozempic, Trulicity, Saxenda. I, I, I mean, I, I mean, uh, uh, Trulicity. Yeah, Victoza. Yeah. All of that is covered. So yeah. now it's like, do you stay with that employer? Yeah. Who basically is like, yeah, well, screw you, and yeah. it's about the bottom line. And yeah, we understand, but. Yeah, we can't do it. Yeah, exactly. I think it'll do? be really. I mean, like you know, do you start? Because if we're talking forty percent of Americans that struggle with obesity, forty percent. Yeah, like you know, like significant. Half, y'all, like, like yeah, you know, really. like you know, if you want to, like, come to the plate with something good, you know. And I think, or mm-hmm. I think, you know, companies can do that. Is are is insurance going to be more? Yeah, but like that's what my company offers a buy up option. So like people that and and companies can do this, you know, mm-hmm. like but people yeah. that. Who don't want to deal with, you know, obesity medications or don't want to pay it for everybody else to have, or they don't, they're not worried about, you know, fertility stuff because they don't have PCOS or whatever it is. They can pay for the lower amount. And then people who do care, like myself, we can pay for the more expensive plan, you know, but it's still less than it would be if we were paying for our medications out of pocket, you yeah. know? So, I mean, there's a way that companies can do this. And I think it's just a matter of realizing that that is a big benefit, like, you know, and, I hope, I hope that I do think the tide is turning in the right direction. I think it'll go slow because let's face it, it's fucking healthcare. Sorry, I'm dropping it. And it's as slow as it gets, you know what I'm saying? Like it's slower than the government, you know? So I think it'll take a, it'll take a while, but I do think we're really on the cusp of like that making a shift. And, Mm and, and what what did Dr. Albert say? He was like, the train has left the station. This is the new way of things. This is the better way. We 20 years a day to prove this is the right way to go. We yeah. are now off. This is the new direction, you know? True. So, and I think people just have to realize that. And I want people to understand too, like with the different medications, like when you're thinking about Victoza and Saxenda, they're the same medicine. Yeah. In the States, we allow them to have a different label, be marketed differently. But every time you fuss at somebody, you go, why are you taking that medicine over this one? It's probably because it's what their insurance will pay for, or it's less expensive. 
It's the same medication. It's just the dosing is a little bit different. It's just, they can charge twice as much and make more money. Like, so like anybody that's listening that I'm, if you're that kind of person, you're probably not listening. But if you if you're if you're saying that kind of stuff to people, you are ignorant in this area. Please educate yourself because that's just not what it is. You just make yeah. people feel like crap, and all they're trying to do is better themselves when everybody else has been telling them they're fat forever, fat and lazy, and all these different things, and that's not who they are. You know, I'm not lazy. I smoke you in the gym. Yeah, you do. <laughs> smoke in spin class. People <laughs> smoke us with a marathon or or anything. But Emily, since since you are such like an OG in the GLP one community, and yeah. you know, thank you for like forging the path yeah. and just being open and honestly telling your story. Yeah, thank you so much. You know, what do you think is or how do you think this is going to play out in June 2023 with the Mount Jaro savings card by June 30th that will be up like July 1st? It's a brand new day. We've already like heard of stories where people had only received like four or five fills and they were on the savings card and Eli Lilly has deactivated their card. What do you see happening to the GLP-1 community then? And how do you see it going forward? Mm. I I think emotions are going to be very high on social media for a while. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think uh, come June 1st, people are going to be scrambling. Um, You know, and there's such a stigma around these compounded versions that are being offered right now. And, you know... If you can, if you can find something to help you keep going, and you trust it, and your doctor approves it, then go. You know, don't yeah. stop because Eli Lilly says you have to stop. That's that's right. not. It. I think a lot of people are going to be uh, delightly, or not delightly, but um, very angry uh, and confused because mm. they came into it late, and they yeah. are all of a sudden being faced with you're cut off and they didn't do the PA and you know, they're on a wait list now to have this doctor help them with the PA. And now, now they're three, four months down the road. And I hate Manjaro because I gained all my weight back. Take the steps to be prepared. So I, I think the community is going to be uh, very against each other for, and, and emotions are going to be high for a while. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how it turns out. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, I'll probably be sitting in the peanut gallery by my, yeah, pop- I'm my not popcorn. gonna lie, off some popcorn. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I, I hate to uh, interrupt. No, you, it's fine, Emily. Thank unfortunately, you. I, I do have to log off. For no, the it's totally so. fine. Thank you so much for joining we us. Really appreciate you. your time. Thank you, all of you. I, you were yes. wonderful to talk to, and I can't wait to see you more on TikTok. We had such a nice time, Emily. Thank you for coming. And what's, what's your TikTok yeah. handle? So you can My yeah. TikTok yeah. is at msuz1. So E M S U Z 1. That's it. Nice and simple. Find out. Got it. Okay. Thank you, Emily. Have a good night. Thank you guys so much. Good night. Wasn't that nice? See? She was Isn't she awesome? I know. Yeah, I think um, I think being able to give the space for people in our community to come and tell their stories and for us to compare and contrast and get people's differing opinion is really important because we're not gonna get that space on ABC News. We're not gonna get that space on whatever stupid morning show is out there trying to spin it and 
pit people against each other, you know, we're not going to get it. So we're going to provide the space here for people in our community to do that, you know, and we're going to get as loud as we can. Yeah. But um, obviously we've been talking for quite a while now. So I was thinking, let's go ahead and sign off. <laughs> this has been our wacky episode, <laughs> but I had a lot of fun too. Yeah, yeah. It was a good time, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But normally we'll have a medical expert on uh, this evening. The one that we had was not able to make it, but we've got them rescheduled. So that's good. Still got that episode coming, but um, thanks for joining us. You know, I think we all like to go through our sign offs and just say some things. And I've been trying to think about something new to say. And I, I was like, I don't really know. And so then I thought, well, I was, I was at my mom's and we were eating this steak dinner and I couldn't eat. It. It, was, it was for Easter Sunday. And I was like, I couldn't eat all this. And my mom was like, there's no shame in leftovers. I was like, oh, hell yeah. That's my new sign off. So okay, that's mom. what it is. There's no okay, shame mama. in leftovers. All right, and mama. Definitely what I want you to know more than anything. And this is why I wanted to start this is because I want you to know that if you're struggling with obesity or even if you know someone or love someone that is, mm-hmm. you are not alone it is not your fault. This is a disease and there is treatment now and you do not have to be afraid to go to your doctor. Mm-hmm. And we're going to provide you all the information to make you feel really secure to have that conversation and advocate for yourself and get the help that you need. So mm-hmm. we're really glad that you tuned in and I appreciate it. Kat, what about your sign off? Kim, you have to start singing. You are not alone. <laughs> that is a good song. <laughs> Isn't there a print song we can sing instead? I don't know. Well, didn't R. Kelly write that song? You're not yeah. Oh, please Look. don't say that. Oh, yeah, oh, straight for the record. <laughs> okay. He we did. just went left turn. Okay. Okay. So, you know what? Okay. I have one that I thought of today because I've been reading this book um, recommended by Dr. Rentea with, uh, it's called Chasing Cupcakes. And it's all about, you know, basically get out of your own way. Yeah. You have the power within you. Um, get over yourself. <laughs> And um, <laughs> one of my friends that we always do football Saturday, Saturdays with, I'm going to put his whole government out here. Bart Stransky always said that. It made me think about while I'm reading this book these last two days is Bart going, get over yourself. That was <laughs> always, Thanks, Bart. Over because it's true. Now. Whenever like we would start getting kind of like maybe like whiny because, you know, over a few beers and some football. Yeah. Sometimes mm-hmm. there'd be a conversation about, I don't know, somebody did something. Oh, get over yourself. But it's yeah. so true. Yeah. Um, and this book, this book whole thing is get over yourself, get out of your way and yeah. um, knock up. So get yeah. over yourself. Thanks, Bart. And you have tools now, right? Which right. Get, this book know, is fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Chasing yeah. cupcakes. Chasing cupcakes. Like Chasing cupcakes because I love cupcakes. Yeah. Who doesn't, yeah. right? Like oh, we don't. We may not be friends. Like, yeah, I, I need to know you like cupcakes. <laughs> yes. 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 What about you, Janine? What's your sign off today? <sighs> My sign off would be, I think after so many years of self-doubt, and not loving myself like I would love others. I would always think of, well, what if this doesn't work out? But really, but what if it does? But what if it does? I but, love it. Look, but what if it does work out? Then yeah. what? Right. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It does. That's super cool. I remember having moments like that too, where I was like, 
Mm-hmm. Oh my God, I've surpassed this mark. Maybe I'm one of those people that'll lose a hundred pounds. What if it does? Yeah. You know, I love that. I love turning the tables like that with positive mm-hmm. vibes. Thanks for sharing that with us. Well, we will be back next week. Thanks so much for hanging with us today and getting to meet Emily and hear her story. And we really have enjoyed our time together. So we Mm -hmm. hope that you have learned something and can share this episode um, with others and that we can continue to get as loud as possible. Yeah. Thanks, everybody. And have a great night or day, wherever you are. Good night. (laughs) Hasta la pasta. (laughs)